Good morning, I'm Mix Bustos and this is Brood Awakening. Life is a highway indeed. For the next webisode of Brood Awakening, we chat with two of the country's well-known broadcasters, Kuya Kim Atienza and Gino Rofino, on their passion for hitting the road with their scooters and motorbikes. It's a motoring episode that you don't want to miss. We kick off another work week with a motoring webisode as we delve into the love of Filipinos for motorbikes and scooters. Joining us this morning are two well-known broadcasters who have a passion for the two-wheeled lifestyle, Kuya Kim Atienza and Gino Rofino. Jeans and Kuya Kim, good morning. Welcome to Good Awakening. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Migs. And good morning, Gino. Yeah, good morning. Thanks, 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 gentlemen, for joining us here today at Chempre. We would love to get to know more about your passion, of course, for this lifestyle. Uh, Gina, I want to ask you first, when did your love for motoring start? Uh, you know, it's motoring or motorcycles? Motorcycles, sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, motorcycles, it actually started as when I was a kid. So I, I was so infatuated with, um, I don't know if you, maybe you might be too young, but this show, <laughs> this, this show called... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, <laughs> the, There was this show called go ahead, go ahead. Ch- Chips. Um, Chips, it was, of Eric yeah, Estrada. Eric Estrada. So it was like uh, about these two um, highway uh, police officers uh, with, on, on motorcycles, and I was infatuated with motorbikes back then. And then it, it and then there was another. There was a cartoon man called Mask. And it had these uh, vehicles that turned into other vehicles. And then my favorite vehicle back then was um, Condor, which was a, a motorcycle that turned into a chopper, a small little chopper. So it, it, it was always there, but I never really, um, I guess, tried it out until when I was closing in on my midlife. I was, I was closing in on 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when really like, no, full throttle na siya. and then it became it became uh you know some, something that I finally got involved with. Kuya mm. about you. Um me like like Gino, no? Uh, all throughout my growing years, I was fascinated with two wheels. And then uh, growing up as a kid, my dad never bought me not even a bicycle, uh, because he was so afraid for my safety. So I'd grow up envying all my, my, my friends riding their bicycles. So I was really obsessed about uh, getting bicycles, eventually motorcycles. So my, my first motorcycle was, um, this was back in, uh, I was fourth year college, around 89, 1989. I got myself a CB400. And then when my dad found out that I, I got a motorcycle, so I had to get, <laughs> give it back to the seller, you know? And then when I finally was I was independent already, and uh, my dad couldn't really say much. No? So I started collecting scooters, not big motorcycles, but scooters. This was in the 90s, mga 94, 95. I started with the PX200, a PX150 Vespa, when Vespa was new pa in the Philippines. And then um, I discovered this uh, this uh, spot in Bangkal, Makati, 
that that this mechanic that had a lot of junk uh vespas and lambretas in si dong dong Montana. and then um with with dong i started restoring uh, old vespas and old lambretas this was in the 90s when it wasn't you know, it was cheap uh, and not many people were into it no and then this love affair with scooters uh, went on until i met my wife in uh, 1999 and then our first date was on my vespa gs 160 that's a well-known story eh? She, yeah. she fell in love with me when she's so used to all these uh, guys courting her, bringing all these uh, fancy cars. And then here comes this <laughs> guy from Palate, dressed in his retro outfit on a vintage Vespa. Ah, uli, talaga. And we've been married for uh, almost 20 years now. And then it went on until uh, 2004. Uh, 2004. And then 2004, I sold all my all my my whole collection of Vespas and Lambretas. I figured I was gonna focus on family, on my kids, and uh, some psychic told me I was gonna die on a Vespa, and I believed her, and uh, a lot of things. So I I I, I got into the Land Rover lifestyle, naman. Puro mga Land Rovers, yeah. naman. I was collecting Land Rovers. And then uh, back uh, in 20, 2014, I was able to buy back the scooters that I sold. Galang, um, okay. Yeah, Matthew Brill. So I had my four scooters again. Then I said, this is the time to go big again. So I, I, I got my first big bike, my second big bike in 2015. And then I've been on a motorcycle every single day, or at least as, as much as I could. And I let go of all my cars from 20, 2015 to present. So I totally embraced the, the bike lifestyle. And I hardly use a car now, uh, Shine. Mm. Because when I would uh, go into the office, I would see like a Vespa parked. Kung hindi kay Julius Baba yun, kay Kuya Kim yun, nakapark yun sa tapat ng lobby ng ABS-CBN. That's Kuya Kim. Gino, I, Gino uh, you mentioned that uh, it went full throttle uh, just recently. What made you decide na para sige, I'll just go with this? Uh, well, like I said, no, I, was, I was nearing 40 years old um, and Siguro, like I was major there was there was a part of me that was like can't believe I'm getting I'm getting up there in age uh, and it, it really was a thing oh? it really is a parang if I'm gonna get into this lifestyle I should do it now before it before it's too late yeah, before before I can't really you know it's like a sport bike and then you're like a hunch over like you know it's gonna hurt your back it's gonna hurt your knees so I, I gotta do it at least now so that that's that's part of it, and it's also, in all honesty, Migs Koya uh, Kim, it's it's a lot of mental wellness uh, when you're mm. on a bike. Like you're, that's it really takes away everything. Uh, recently, um, I was going through something recently, um, and the first ride I took was a couple of days ago, and it was the first time I was able to just clear my clear my mind of everything that was that was there in in the past uh, few weeks. So it really is. Um, Mental health in two wheels, I would say. Mm. Kuya Kim, you mentioned that uh, for a time, sabi mga mga 2000 plus, 2004, you let go of it, and then you got into the Land Rovers, and then you went back. What mm. made you decide, para sige, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to this lifestyle again? Mm. I, I realized that uh, the psychic wasn't correct, that I, I was so stupid <laughs> to believe the psychic. And, <laughs> And the traffic was getting so bad also. Eh. Back, back in 2015, that was the height of the traffic. No, actually, now is the height. Eh. Uh, before quarantine was died. But the traffic was so bad. So I'm going to get my scooter back. And I'm going to get into scootering again. So I can just ride to work. And um, but it was the traffic. 
And then, ayan na, wala na. Um, at first kasi, um, back in the 90s, I thought that scootering was safer than, than a big bike because you're slower and you're less aggressive. But when I got into big big motorcycles, I realized that I was so unsafe pala on my scooter, especially a vintage scooter that has no rider safeties. So when I shifted to big bikes, I said, wow, this is how it feels pala. And you're safe, you have presence, and the people can see you, people can hear you. That's what started the, the collecting naman of the big bikes. So I, I eased down on collecting scooters, but the big bikes, um, they're plenty na tuloy, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, in your yeah, yeah, go ahead, Gina. No, no, I, I was gonna say that the collection of Kuya Kim is is quite impressive. I have to say, uh, yeah, you featured, you featured. <laughs> yeah, really, really yeah. good. Uh, Gino, in your opinion, um, hmm. as we get to drive around, I get to drive around uh, recently around going to Tanai area. So my boso boso area. That's mm. where the bikers really go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One of the spots that the bikers go to, and I've noticed during the past couple of months, is lumalaki siya ng lumalaki. Dumadami siya yeah. ng dumadami. How do you think that the communities uh, grew, especially during this past year? Uh well, for for at least the smaller bikes, um, the smaller displacement bikes. We noticed, I mean, I, I, I work for MotoDeal also, and on, on the website, since the lockdown, the original lockdown last, when was that, March? Season last one. Year? Season one. Season one. Season one of the lockdown. <laughs> we grew over uh, close to 300% um, in, during that time. So the mm-hmm. interest level of, of the smaller displacement motorcycles was exponential. And I think a lot of that had to do with the lockdown. A lot of that had to do with people looking for mobility that's a little bit more affordable and a little bit safer than taking public transportation nowadays. So it really, really grew throughout this pandemic. Uh, mm. The big bikes, naman, I noticed, we noticed also, at least the numbers-wise, that more and more people got into it. Siguro for a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons was nagyolo na mga tao. They're like, you know, if if things don't mm. go, you know, if if this is the way it's going to be, we may as well go out enjoying, you know, or or at least get to try it, at least get into the lifestyle. So it's, I think it's a little bit, strangely enough, uh, I think the pandemic actually had something to do with the with the big increase in numbers. Um, but I know there's also something that, the, you know, there's also, an, uh, the I also noticed that, the, the, that firsthand, that the love affair with, with a person and a, and a motorcycle is real. So once more and more people got into it, of course, word of mouth, and then people, we all know somebody who rides bikes religiously. they get influenced also through that. Eh? So I, I do believe that's something that, uh, strangely enough, the pandemic kind of, kind of helped the motorcycle industry. Benny Benitez, hello and good morning. Nag-shout out siya kay Kuya Kim. Isa yun, uh, isa yun na uh, who, who bought the bike during, <laughs> during this pandemic. <laughs> Nakita ko nga sa Facebook stories ni eh, na, oh. yun, na just got my Royal Enfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interceptor this weekend. Excited for this. Kuya Kim, your thoughts on that? Yung paglaki ng communities. Um, yeah, uh, Gino's correct. I, I was, uh, I, I'm witnessing a, uh, a, re- a renaissance. Uh, parang a, yeah. Everyone wants to get into big bikes. Uh, everyone who wants to get into two wheels. And number one for practicality because it's mm-hmm. it was so hard when GCQ happened. It was so hard to be taking public transportation. So a lot of smaller CCs, daming mga beginners on the road now. Yeah. Right? So a lot yeah. of them mm-hmm. 
And then the YOLO attitude. I, I know a lot of friends who yeah. got into big bikes because of YOLO. Eh. That's Sid. Sid is, Gino si Sid is YOLO. Eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of ours, director Sid, Sid Maderaso, got into big bikes the same time I did. That was in 2015. And his, 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 his um, reason was, I want to try to ride a big bike. And um, I'm, gonna, I'm getting older. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. I'm already 40 already, just like Gino. So he got his big bike. And <laughs> now we have plenty of big bikes. And he turned out to be such an excellent rider. Um, but uso talaga, and it's yeah. so aspirational for middle-aged man to be riding a motorcycle. And after the pandemic or during the pandemic, now's the time to do it. I might get COVID in a week yeah. or so, and I want to enjoy life. And it's practical pa because I'm, I, I avoid traffic. And it's it's a whole lifestyle. Eh. Um, when you start uh, getting into it, it starts with the bike. And then eventually it becomes the way you dress, and then you the hats. Diba? Nobody wears like this this hat in the biking community. Eh. Gino and I, we, we wear this hat. Eh? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the hat basically because you after after riding, you get helmet hair. So you want to hide the helmet yeah. hair and just uh, put the hat like that. That's yeah, uh, not in pala. The, the clothes that you can wear. Uh, there's Deus and then there are other brands. There's Saint. Uh, and then, what else? Ah, even your shoe style will, will change. Yeah, Kasi, yeah. You have to be practical. So you start appreciating boots. And there's a plethora of styles that you can yeah. choose from. And then, ah, even this, uh, the rings, no? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, si Gino has this also. It's a whole lifestyle. And when you get immersed yeah. in it, ay, nako, ang sarap eh. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, funny you said that, no, Kuyo Kim, because I, I, I grew out my hair. Hmm. Um, and when I started riding motorcycles... I couldn't stand it when I take off my hair and I my I take off my helmet and it's, it's so gulo. Yeah. And, then, and then there were yeah. times that I would I would go to the studio and then um, when Sports Center was still around I would do Sports Center and I have to fix the hair and everything so you know mm. I I just I got so tired of it I, I shaved it off again because I was riding motorcycles and even yeah. the shoes Migs I mean you you yeah. notice I used to have a lot of sneakers like a right. lot oh, of no, sneakers. No, no, no. <laughs> I still have I still have a lot of sneakers, but I can't wear it. So I just I I kind of just cut down on the sneakers, and then now it's mostly motorcycle uh, boots. Because mm-hmm. I can't, you know I'm not going to wear Kobe's or Jordans when I'm riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. What? Do you know what about yung mga samahan and fellowship? Uh, of course, yeah. the moments before and after rides, like you know, you know, getting breakfast, getting coffee, yeah. etc. Yeah. Uh, how's that? I know big factor uh, in the lifestyle also. <laughs> Well, that's that's a big, that's a huge factor in the lifestyle. Even though it's a little bit different now, because even like us, when we when we go on rides, um, we're. I remember before the pandemic, you know, we would hang out with Kuya Kim in in ano in uh, across your house. It, yeah, there. Yeah, um, oh, and, well. then, oh. it, and then and also in ano in Caferista, uh, all these places. Trafirista. But it's medyo medyo dikit dikit before this before the pandemic. Because it's small places, diba? And then when the pandemic happened, syempre, medyo distance and everything. So you're far apart, but you, you still get that vibe. You still get that vibe of mm. the community. And mm. but but it's a huge part. The, the people that you meet, the, the people that you hang out with during these rides, I would say that it's um maybe almost as big a part as getting on the motorcycle and riding it, also. I mean that that mm-hmm. whole that whole um, bond and co- that whole community that that starts because of this lifestyle. I mean, I I've always known who Kuya Kim was, maybe my entire life, but I got to know Kuya Kim more 
because of the motorcycle because lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure that's ballet with your sister, no? Did yeah. Maritoni tell you that? She, she, told, she told me that, yeah. I was her partner all the time, but you're a baby then, so I would yeah. be a father too. There are two groups. Eh. The one that's the formal motorcycle group, no? which is the motorcycle club. I'm part of one. Eh. This is uh, the Euromonkey ring, and I'm part of the Euromonkeys. There are other prominent groups also, like Club 200. Um, there's uh, the, the Cruiser Heads, and then Atat. You, you join a formal group depending on the style of riding that you have and depending yeah, yeah. on the kind of bike that you like. But you don't have to join a formal group because the, anytime you make tambike, anytime you, there's always someone that you can talk to if you go to the right place. Like when, before the pandemic in Escolta, it, was, it started with just classic bikes eh, and vintage bikes and vintage cars. And then at one point when Gino and I were um, hanging out every Sunday, there were at least 200, 200 bikes. <laughs> Uh, every time, there were about three blocks of bikes parked up from across the street and across yeah. the, the the cafe. No, um, it's it's masarap to make tambike eh, because you get to show off your motorcycles. Uh, it's it's allowed to to humble brag about your motorcycles whenever you you fellowship and you talk about details that only you can understand that you can talk to with non motorcycle guys, and then you get to all dress so, sort of the same. Um, it, it's a whole lifestyle that's very uh, engaging. That you, the tendency is for you to just get totally immersed uh, yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm. Kuya Kim, your tips for beginners. Anong mga kailangan nilang uh, huh. consider muna if they want to get into this? Okay. Uh, for beginners, number one, the choice of the bike. Um, since you're starting out, don't get a Ducati Panigale or uh, <laughs> I, I, I know a lot of people who got into big that way. Alam mo yan? Yeah. Since you're starting out, get a simple bike. Not get big. A, uh, moderately. People are uh, coming out big. Kuya Kim. What's that? Right mix? away. People are coming out big right away. No, it's, it's good to be big. Um, it, it's yeah, okay. okay. Get a good bike, but choose a friendly bike. Iba iba ugali ng bikes. Merong bikes na mas wungit. Merong bikes na parang hot Italian woman na talagang gusto tumakbukaga. Alam mo yun? Dapat na Ducati sir on like that. No? Yeah. Um, Choose. I would choose um, a middle CC bike, like a 500, 400 CC bike, or maybe even an 800 CC bike. Uh, the W800 Kawasaki would be a good beginner bike. All the Royal Enfields, even the highest CC Royal Enfields, are all beginner bikes. Um, if you if you really want the brand, you like Ducati, the new Scrambler is already a friendly Scrambler, unlike the Scramblers yeah. of uh, six, seven years ago. So number one, the choice of the bike. Choose the bike that, that will suit your skill level. And then, um, number two, invest in clothing also. It's very important to have uh, quality helmets. In, in the biking community, we say you dress for the fall and not for the ride. There are nice, stylish uh, things that you can wear, but you have to dress for the fall. What will happen to you if you fall? So get a quality helmet, get quality jackets, get quality shoes. And then third, most important, is uh, invest in lessons. Yeah. Uh, there's Honda Riding School, there's California Superbike School. The, the way you invest in your motorcycle and your outfit, invest in lessons also. It may be expensive, but it's worth it because it'll save your life. And then uh, the last tip would be um, don't go for speed. Mm -hmm. uh, speed will come in time. Go for comfort. Go for familiarity with the motorcycle. When you're so comfortable with your bike already, the speed will follow it. But if you go for speed without the skill, that's when you die. That's why how a lot of people die of motorcycles. So those are uh, Gino, 
Gino, before I go to you, shout out lang ako. Uh, Eric Madrazo, it was nice to meet you yesterday at Brixton Kim. Ride safe and stay safe, guys. Sabi ni Benny, motorcycle lifestyle is the new golf in terms of networking. And of course, great tip, Kuya Kim, dress for the fall. Sabi naman ni Charles, Charlie Barkin, well, I am near Escolta. I used to buy vinyl records there. Love to see uh, old motorcycles on the streets. It's like an art. Gino, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, of course, your tips also. Uh, if maybe you want to add to what Kuya Kim said. Well, I, I echo everything he said. Um, you know, dress for the fall. Um, get a, a a kind bike to learn on. And ako number one ko is really the 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 lessons. And and don't be don't don't think you, even even if you know how to ride, even if you know how to ride a bicycle, know, know how to ride a scooter, still take the lessons. It's mm -hmm. it won't hurt. It really really won't hurt. So mm -hmm. and there's a lot of schools out there that you can take lessons uh, now because the community is getting bigger and bigger so it's it's a lot it's a lot more accessible than it used to be and i think and, and i want to add long is that don't twist the throttle with your ego and mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of people out there who tend to do that and don't it's it, there's there's no point it is just just you know at the end of the day you're supposed to just enjoy it and come home safely and that's i think the biggest thing that's uh that we as as riders we should all you know accept and understand that it is a risk to go out there so just do what control what you can control coming into yep. that gino you me you mentioned about you know don't twist the throttle with your ego what are your kumbaga, basic mga number mga top priority safety tips um well when you're riding a bike you're super at least for me i i maybe you, you're the, you're the same uh, when you're riding the bike, I find myself to be a lot more focused riding a bike than driving a car. When mm -hmm. I'm driving a car, there's stuff going on, like the, the, the sound system, everything is just, there's my, I, I'm so, I don't want to say kalat, but I, I have, I am a little bit, my, my attention is divided a little bit. But when I'm on a bike, I'm super focused on what I'm doing mm -hmm. that Every time I, I do something, I switch gears, you know, you know, pull on the brake uh, or anything like that. I don't think about it. It's all instinct already. Eh? Mm. And that's and that's kind of I, I don't know if it's a safety thing, but it's because I just got used to it. I got used to riding that way. And it's I think I would, I'd like to consider myself a very safe rider because mm. I never take unnecessary risks. In fact, for when we shoot videos sometime for, for Motodeal. I'm super ingat, especially when we have a guest and we're talking, we're interviewing, or we're having a conversation via the comms device. You could see the, I know, you could see the the um, production car. Parang they're trying to signal me to go faster, but oh, ayo ko talaga. So <laughs> I'm really just going at my pace, and it's, it's of course when you're conversing with somebody, you're going at a slower pace than you probably can, but at least you're still super safe, right? Mm -hmm. Agree. Um, actually, I, th I what Gino said that that's uh, the the way of the theory that uh, Keith Code of the California Superbike School also teaches in the school. No, it's called the one dollar theory. Meaning, when you are on your motorcycle, think of yourself as having one dollar. That one dollar, all of it, should be spent on keeping safe, on keeping yourself safe. Meaning, where to look, the right decisions, where to uh, put your motorcycle in, all for safety. The one dollar. Now, if you're not too familiar with your motorcycle because it's bago ka pa lang, you're new, then 10 cents or 20 cents of the dollar 
is spent on you adjusting your clutch and knowing how to, to, to press the clutch. Another 20 cents is on you not to fit on the bike and being uncomfortable and having to fix your foot all the time. Another 10 cents is spent on you testing the brakes because you're not used to how the brake will behave, leaving about 50 cents or 40 cents for your safety. So see that, that whole dollar has to be spent on safety. How is that done? You really have to be comfortable with the bike. You have to, it's ride time and uh, schooling. When you're super comfortable with the bike, then all you think of is how to be safe on the road. Yeah, that's the Keith code. Uh, it's uh, from the twist of the throttle. Tw twist of the wrist. Twist of the wrist. You can see that on YouTube also. All and right. and so YouTube is so important. There's so many things you can watch on YouTube. So yeah. many things on YouTube. All right, Chempre. Uh, of course, uh, for our viewers who want to get into this lifestyle, into the motor biking lifestyle, of course, uh, please take into account, of course, safety and comfort. And of course, schooling goes above mm. uh, everything else. Uh, gentlemen, fortunately, we don't have that much time. Maraming maraming salamat, Kuya Kim and Gino, for your time here today. But lastly, gentlemen, Gino, uh, for any uh, for any shows or, or maybe your message to the viewers, they can catch uh, your shows in Moto Deal. So how can they do that? Jeans, go ahead. Uh, you can catch the, the Moto Deal YouTube channel. Uh, that's on motodeal.com.ph. Uh, of course, you can go there to visit any or, or to learn about any bike, to watch, to watch the videos, to read the articles. You can actually even purchase a bike online. So it's and we cover all the brands, all the different models. Um, and of course, Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., uh, don't forget Hoops Life also, also on uh, the Smart Sports um, page. All right. Thank you, Gino. Kuya Kim? Um, uh, th well, thank you very much for guesting me, Migs. Uh, my advice for those who want to get into motorcycles is um, I think of motorcycling as my quiet, quiet time with my God. Like whenever I'm on my bike, it's so, I'm so focused on just being in the moment. And the way to, that I ground myself is just like, I, it, it's my time of prayer also. I talk to him all the time to keep me safe. I pray, pray about uh, my family, people I love, COVID, uh, the whole thing. Uh, and the number two, um, uh, ah, of course, I'm gonna pro I'd like to promote my YouTube channel. Uh, mm. we are still, I'm still on air. Uh, TV Patrol is still on Kapamilya uh, uh, channel. And, uh, but we're very strong on YouTube now. TV Patrol is still... It's, it's, it's very strong online. Watch us every night, uh, same time, 6.30 every night on Facebook or YouTube. But Facebook's better because uh, Gretchen and I are there to read your comments. It's more interactive. And then um, my social media uh, platforms, there's Instagram, Kuya Kim underscore Atienza, and Twitter, Kuya Kim Atienza, and then uh, Facebook. I'm very active on my Facebook page. It's Kuya Kim Atienza. My personal page is Kuya Kim, pero puno na yun eh. But Kuya Kim Atienza, I, I personally handle it. And I, I really, I've gone to Kuya Kim every other night, and then I, I handle the page myself. So, oh, yeah. So, How about your YouTube channel, Kuya Kim? You mentioned it. Yeah, my YouTube channel is uh, Kuya Kim Atienza. Just uh, type it, Kuya Kim Atienza. And uh, it's, it's uh, I'm a new vlogger. It's only been my six month vlogging. And uh, yesterday, two days ago, was my 200,000th anniversary. So, uh, <laughs> wow. I'm really so happy that uh, it's doing okay. And my my vlog this weekend, which I uploaded last Saturday, is about the 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 yung bahay ni Isko Moreno. I visited him in his office. That's also his house because he lives there. And then I featured this is Russian of Charka dog. And so it, it's wow. but I rode the Multistrada. There's always a motorcycling uh, angle to my to my vlog. So I rode the Multistrada to Manila City Hall. Then I looked at the bottom painting. Then I saw Isko and I saw his sleeping quarters in the office. It's interesting. Kuya Kim Atienza on YouTube. All right. 
Maraming maraming salamat, of course, uh, Gino Rufino and Kim Matienz, of course, for sharing your passion about uh, motorcycles and this lifestyle and this industry. So the kettle has whistled. We'd like to thank again Kuya Kim Matienza and Gino Rufino for joining us this morning. Have a safe week. Have a good week, everybody. I'm Mix Bustos. We'll see you again next week, only here on Brood Awakening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.